Hi, I'm Megan. Hey, I'm Katie. We felt kind of alone in our kind of crunchy lives until we met each other. First neighbors and now friends, we realize that we have a lot in common and a lot to share about our holistic journey as moms. Our hope is that you feel encouraged and know that you are not alone in the noise and pressure that can be holistic living. Join us as we share tips and tricks to living differently and tell a few funny parenting stories too. Come travel down the road with us to becoming kind of crunchy. again okay so no sniffles, okay. sniffles and yelp i'm gonna i'm trying to try and tone down the yeps i'm gonna, I'm gonna try and pull back on the yeps i'm gonna, I'm gonna add a sure in there and a yeah yep i told dave i was like so katie and i listened to our first <laughs> podcast and we've nicknamed ourselves yep sniffles and yeps <laughs> he was like what and i was like well katie realized how much she says yep and he was like but she does that in the front lawn, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's just who I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sniffles and yep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How did you feel about listening to our podcast? It's traumatized. <laughs> it's, you don't realize it's hard to listen to yourself. Yeah. It was good. Very just much. Just so. No more yeps. No more sniffles. <laughs> and then got to do a, a, a nasal rinse. Nasal rinse before every <laughs> podcast, though. Oh, no. Holy jeez. So we had an exciting afternoon. Oh, did you? Yes. I was helping Abigail with her school uh, assignment. She was um, preparing for a, a research essay. Oh. So we were really deep in it. We were looking at the topics about the person that she was going to... Um, write about and um, resources and all of that. And Nora comes in, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> our almost three-year-old, our three-nager, um, and has a cup in her hand. And she's like, look, Mommy, look. And I look down, and there's a bunch of bugs in this cup. Oh, good grief. And she's so proud of it. There's oh, like yeah. five or six bugs, Steven like beetles and roly-polies. Yeah, Stephen wasn't there to stomp them. <laughs> So I was like, oh, great. Also, take that back outside. Like, in my bed, she walked through the house into my bedroom to show us where we were at the computer. So she's walking out the out of the room, through the house, almost makes it to the porch door, oh, <laughs> the no. back door. Oh, no. And I hear the cup hit the ground. <laughs> and I hear her say, uh-oh. <laughs> and so then I run. And she had dropped, and the lid popped off, and bugs went everywhere. And she's screaming, ew, ew, ew. <laughs> and these bugs are all over the place. So I'm like, ah, trying to pick all the bugs up. Oh, I didn't find them all. I'm missing one. There's <laughs> so still there's a bug. There's still one in there, yeah. So that was exciting. So I had to put Abigail on pause so we could do, <laughs> so we could do bug patrol. Oh, so no. Abigail was on her hands and knees trying to help us find, <laughs> find She's the like, bug. I'm just trying to do my homework here, guys. <laughs> no more bugs in a cup <laughs> in the house, please. What happened to their little catcher? Oh, God. It was, it. I was outside. <laughs> <laughs> I think they caught it 
and put it in the catcher and then trans transferred those to the cup, maybe. I don't know what they did. But anyway. It's always exciting. It was really girls. exciting. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. Okay. <laughs> so t- tonight. Yes. We're talking about finding your mom community. Yes. How do we do that? <laughs> We're still learning. So <laughs> if you have tips in the more way <laughs> that we missed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was something. I mean, as a, as a natural introvert, <laughs> finding friends was always hard. Yeah. But in my mind, that's why I played volleyball because it was like I had a built-in with sports. Like I had built-in friends because yeah. no matter what team you're on – you always at least had one that you were like, okay, yeah. we're allies here. Mm-hmm. Even on team, like I had, like in high school, my softball team, like they weren't necessarily like people I would have chosen to like be super close friends with, but there was always like a couple that I was like, we're allies in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to make it. Yeah. You guys are on the same page about things. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, that's great. But like <laughs> being... Trying to find friends as a mom was like, oh, it's so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not very good at it. <laughs> oh, no. It's hard putting yourself out there. Very much so. And <laughs> I never thought about introducing yourself to like try and find another mom <laughs> friend. It's almost like mom dating. Like, hi, I'm Katie. <laughs> Where do your kids go to school? How many kids do you have? You know, and it's just hard putting that first foot out there and getting something started to talk to somebody. Um, But that community is so important and it's so beneficial. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even more so in this season of life, you need that group with you. You need that support. And they need it from you. Like, you have something to offer, too. Yeah, it's just definitely not one-sided. No. But, man, getting started. It was interesting. (laughs) We drove. So, before we moved into this house, we had five acres of land that was, like, ten minutes outside of town. And we drove by it today on our way home. And Dave was like, do you ever think about this land? And I was like, no. And I was like, on it. And I, like, I want, we all, like... We want our little commune. Yes. Yep. (laughs) But I told him, I was like, I am very like introverted and the stress that I felt of like, and like, just like how overwhelmed I felt as being a first time mom. Like I would have completely pulled back from everyone had Mm -hmm. I been stuck on five acres, 10 minutes outside of town. Would have been easy to do. Yeah. Like (laughs) I was like, I would have just like become a recluse. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think that would have been good yeah. for my mental health like, no. at all. Right. Absolutely. No. Isolation is really tough on you. It can cause depression and all kinds of things. That's like the last thing you need Yeah, when you're a new mom or you have one and you just had another and you're trying to like learn the ropes of having multiples. Like that's hard too. Yeah. And you need somebody, you know preferably nearby you yes. talked about that too like <laughs> proximity yes so i have the little venn diagram here that i sent you I'm it's scrolling. so good i love it <laughs> i was scrolling through instagram and this little i can take no credit for the venn diagram um it's but brilliant I, <laughs> but i was like oh my goodness 
I got so lucky with Katie being next door because she really is like my unicorn (laughs) of a mom friend. So imagine three, like the Venn diagram with three circles. We were trying to figure out what that was called. Um, Where they overlap in the middle. middle. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, I don't know if we're explaining this very well. (laughs) But so the first circle of the Venn diagram is like people that you naturally get along with. So like those would be your friends in the normal world. Like, yeah, you just click with them. Yeah. Like we just click. like we're friends. So if you can find people that you naturally get along with. And people with kids the same age, like, that's impressive. It is. Because if I like you, yeah. but I have a two-year-old and you have an eight-year-old, like, <laughs> we're not going on play dates. No. <laughs> Your eight-year-olds will not be very pleased no. if they show up and a toddler comes running <laughs> to be their buddy. So, <laughs> so that already is, like, hard to find. It's great. Like, I have friends that have older kids and I, like... I'm super thankful for them because I'm like, hey, you've been through this. Like, been there, done that. They're further down the road. (laughs) Yes. Like, you can give me advice or you've been through this. And um, I definitely, like, use them as a resource. But sometimes I'm like, I just need someone who, like, has a toddler bringing bugs into their home. Right. And understands (laughs) where we're going. Where I'm at in life right now. Like, that's already hard to find. Yes. And then you throw in the third one of location. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, that's super hard. It is. Because, like, like my two college roommates, like, one lives in Colorado, one lives in Tennessee, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, we have kids, we like each other, obviously, (laughs) (laughs) we have kids close to the same age, Mm -hmm. but like, we're not even in the same time zone, Yep. so like, that doesn't work, I mean, we can love and support each other from afar, sure, yes, but as far as like, Mm -hmm. community to do daily life with, like, we'd have to hop on a plane, it's not the same, it's not the same, yeah, yeah, I have good friends in Florida and South Carolina, and same thing. Like, it's great for a text or like, hey, we're going through this. You know, what'd y'all do? And that's great. But man, when you're, you know, having a rough week and uh-huh. your amazing friend brings you coffee, <laughs> Megan, this week, um, or you're able to like step in and help out, um, that's such a blessing. And it's something that you need close by. Yeah. And need somebody there to do life with you when you guys are going to go have your baby, you know, uh-huh. and like have people, friends and people come help out, you know, during that time. It's so important um, to have, but getting yourself out there is hard. Oh <laughs> Dave will take all the credit for this. He, <laughs> when we moved in. Oh yeah. I mean, Rick will too. <laughs> he's like, you can thank me that you and Katie are friends because you would have never gone over and said hello. Rick was the same. He was like, you want to go say hi to the neighbors? Like, eh, you know, I'm good. Uh, I'm okay. You know? It's like, well, you're never going to like make friends or meet people if you get home, pull into your garage and hit the garage door button and come and be inside and that's it. You know, you got to be outside. You got to, you know, take a walk in the neighborhood and introduce yourself to the neighbors and... Have small talk. Uh-huh. Like, I'm so bad at it. <laughs> so bad at it. It's so hard. Oh, no. Um, I think something that came to my mind, too, when talking about this is 
getting past the first step of putting yourself out there and, and going, saying yes to things, right? Like saying yes to a class or an event or, Mm -hmm. um, an opportunity to meet other moms is really hard because it's my go-to is no, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm busy forever. Can't do it. Um, is saying yes, but because I know it's good for me. So I have to push myself, Mm -hmm. um, out of my comfort zone and, and do it. Yeah. (laughs) It makes me think. So I will drink stuff or eat stuff if I know it's good for me, even if I don't like it. Yep. So there's this tea, it's dandelion tea (laughs) and it is disgusting. Oh gosh. It's hot dirt tea. (laughs) It does. It's not good, (laughs) but it's good for reducing inflammation and all kinds of things. And so, um, I drink it because I know it's like, it'll be beneficial and good for me. (laughs) It's the same thing with like small talk and introducing (laughs) myself and meeting, meeting new people. I'm like meeting me was like drinking dandelion tea. The act to go outside and walk across the yard was, (laughs) (laughs) but it was worth it because it's brought such blessing to my life. Like having y'all next door and Nora having that friendship with Steven is Mm -hmm. so sweet and special. And look what we would have missed out on had we said no and had we stayed in our comfort zone and not gone out there. Right. You know? So just think of stuff, like, as I'll tell the girls all the time, like, you need to take this this vitamin or you need to drink this elderberry syrup. And they're like, (laughs) you know, well, you know, I'm having a hard time with it. It's really good for you. I know it doesn't taste good, but it's really good for your body. It's Mm -hmm. what you need. I know you don't like it, but it's what's best for you. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, we need that community and sometimes we just got to push ourselves out (laughs) because we know it's best for us. Yep. And it's good for our, like you said, our mental health, um, our emotional health. Um, so I remember like when Steven was first born, we would go outside frequently, like in the mornings cause he loved his little bouncer, but he was like, he was, I mean, still to this day, he's an outside baby. Yep. Like if he, he is, oh, if he gets so much joy, yes. well, and like, <laughs> we'll be inside and I'll look at Dave. I'm like, he's lost the marbles. Yeah, we he gotta needs go to get out. Yeah. He needs like, some fresh air. <laughs> yeah. And we literally go outside and yeah. he's out there and it's like, it's a, a very much a reset for him. But I like, I attribute some of that to being like when he was young, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. And it was so helpful. Like you would come out or like you would be taking the girls somewhere and just like that interaction when like, that was like the only human interaction I really was getting when I was on maternity leave. Yes. Like after those first couple of weeks, like everyone had, like everyone has to get back to their normal life. Mm-hmm. And so it was like such a blessing. Like, and I, like your girls would come out, baby Steven. <laughs> they were so, like, excited. so excited. He's still a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love him. They'll see him from the dining r- window and be like, baby Steven's outside. <laughs> Call, do your homework. But <laughs> looking out the window. <laughs> But it was so helpful for at least my mental health. Like you were like the one person that was like super intentional with like, you're doing a good job. And there were days where I was like, you don't, you don't hear it enough. (laughs) You don't hear it enough. You sacrifice so much to be a mom Mm -hmm. and you work so hard. And sometimes it's thankless. Yeah. And sometimes there's nobody around to see your win. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I did a really good job today. No one's here to witness nope. it, you know? Nope. And so it's really just, I don't know, the times that 
someone has stopped and said, you're doing a really good job has meant the world to me. Uh-huh. And it was just, I don't know, um, an extra pep yeah, <laughs> in your step for the rest of the day. You just feel like maybe you can handle, yes. handle it, <laughs> you know? Yes. Like when, yeah, no, it was, that was like so big for me. And I feel like, like in that moment I was like, okay, like this is, this is why you come outside. Like, yes, this is why, like, even when you're like, you know what? This is the benefit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, Stephen, like, can't you just be content inside right. today? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to right. go outside. I don't want to get dressed enough <laughs> to see people. <laughs> but it was, it would have been so easy for me because it is like, it's very much my natural tendency to be like, I'm, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need to go outside. Like. Yeah, me too. I don't need to see other people. Like, I don't need to talk to humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, like, I think very much, like, as a mom, like, it's it's so hard to find your community and then find a community that, like, it's positive. I feel like a lot of times, like, yeah. the mom communities, like, it's it's hard to be a part of because at times, like, they talk about, like all the bad or it's mm-hmm. like you just wait like you just wait like right. I can't tell you how many times like right. I'm sure with four girls you heard the same thing it was like yeah it wasn't just like enjoy this moment like when mm-hmm. Steven was sleeping pretty much through the night at six weeks like every mom I came in contact with was like you just wait like that won't last no. and it's like okay but it's like it's happening now, now. right celebrate with me yeah. now like be happy <laughs> for me yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just like, so when I, when I ran across those interactions, like I felt myself pull back of like, well, if this is what I'm going to be met with. And like, I'd rather just not enter like engage. Yeah. Like, yeah. This isn't beneficial to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> this makes me feel worse. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather just like be my own cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> like, have Debbie Downer over here. That's right. Be like, you, you just, just wait. wait. <laughs> it's like doomsday like every oh, day. No, it's just hanging over your head. <laughs> yes. Is today going to be the day? <laughs> oh no. Jeez. Oh, so that would be my, I mean, I feel like that was like the biggest thing. Like you one, you were like the unicorn mom. Like we we're we like each other. Yeah, yeah, you were too. <laughs> <laughs> we have kids. Like we have Nora and Steven, and their bond is my favorite mm, thing to watch. It's so fun, <laughs> especially when they get salty with each other. It's so fun, <laughs> I love it. And we literally live like even if you were. I mean, you being next door is obviously very helpful location wise. Yeah. but like it's we very li- convenient. Yeah. <laughs> but we live in the same community and it like it yeah so I'm, it's just very and you're positive like finding like finding a friend that fits all of these criteria is hard it is hard and then finding the person that like lifts you up and mm-hmm. empowers and encourages i'm like this is like a double unicorn yeah <laughs> this is awesome <laughs> you are too though it's so fun i love it i really have benefited from being able to reach out to the mom mm-hmm. friends I have and, and say, okay, this is what, you know, I have a sick kid. Yep. This is what we've tried. 
what else, what am I missing? You know, and they can step in and say, oh, you know, you should try this or that. Like, oh, you know, you're sleep deprived, you're stressed. Mm -hmm. Like having a sick kid is stressful. I don't, it doesn't matter if you've had one or four or more. It, every time one of them gets sick, sick, it is hard, Mm -hmm. high temperatures and they're just, it's tough. Yeah. And so when you have those friends that are like, it's going to be okay, do this and this and this, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and you have that support, um, is just everything in those moments. Yeah. I remember I had our first daughter. She was mm, a few weeks old. I had a good friend who had a daughter about a year older than her. Okay. And I met her in a church class, her and her husband. Um, and we did small, we ta- had small talk. <laughs> <laughs> and she knew I was expecting at the time, right before I had Abigail. And she said, if you ever need anything, call me. I would love to talk to you about it. And so, um, fast forward, it's late at night. Abigail's screaming. Nursing was not going well. I was trying so hard with breastfeeding and it was so difficult. And I really thought it was going to be this like angelic (laughs) (laughs) bonding moment, you know, where like angels are singing and everything just works out perfectly. And that wasn't happening. It was really hard. It was just not going smoothly. And so I was crying and (laughs) Abigail's crying (laughs) and Rick comes in to like, Everybody crying, and he's like, what is going on? So I tell him, and he's like, you should call her. And I was like, no way. That's way too forward. I am not doing that. That's ridiculous. And he was like, call her. And so I did, and it was the best thing I ever did. Mm. I called her, and I was like, this is what's going on. I'm really struggling. She's like, first of all, it's going to be okay. Like, this is really hard. It's going to be 12 weeks. The first 12 weeks of breastfeeding are really hard. And once you get past that point, for me anyways, it was way easier. Just Mm -hmm. get to 12 weeks and you'll be okay. Like these are the things you need to do. You need to do this, this, and this. And so I did those things. And within a couple days, we were on a better track. Yeah. And it was true. By that third month, she and I had gotten the hang of it and things were okay. But having her in that moment saying like, it's going to be okay. I know what you're going through and it sucks. Yeah. But- I'm going to, I'm going to help you. Like I'm coming alongside of you. These are some things you can try and, you know, let's go through this together. Mm-hmm. That was everything. Yeah. You know, when you are struggling like that, especially with your child, it is, I mean, it's makes you anxious, anxious. Yeah. So to be able to have that friend that you can reach out to is so important, but especially, um, close by. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, close- and she was, so that was awesome. Yeah. I feel like close by for sure helps. When I was pregnant with Steven, my two college roommates, the ones that we all live in different time zones, <laughs> um, their best advice to me was get a small group of three to five moms who you love and trust Yeah, and have them almost on speed dial of like, hey, when I have questions... When I have concerns, like, I trust the way that you have, you know, you're raising your babies. Mm -hmm. I see you, like, I just want you, I want to know if it's okay if I call you. Yeah. And they were like, we encourage you to have that before you have the baby. That's, that's wise. So, that like, like, and they were awesome. Like, uh, one of my friends was like, you need, like, I recommend a lactation consultant or a doula Mm -hmm. or someone who does both. And I never heard of one. And so... 
I researched one. I found one in Arkansas who I love. And she did everything like, she was like, I can come to you. She's like, but I can also like, we can do everything over FaceTime and a phone call. And she's like, but then if you have problems like with breastfeeding, like come in and we'll, Mm -hmm. or I'll come to you or we'll meet or whatever. But like the lactation consultant was like, okay, Megan, like we had a pre-delivery call and she was like, what is your, like, what are your desires? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, you mean I have control? And she was yeah. like, I mean, she's like, you're, she's like, I mean, to some degree, like, she was like, I want to know, like, best case scenario, how do you, how do you view your breastfeeding experience? How yeah. long do you want to go? <laughs> do you want to do formula? Like, do you want to do mixed? Do you yeah. want to just, like, what do you want? And I was like, that's great. So, yeah. no judgment. No judgment. That's like, great. She was like, that's how it should be. Yeah. Like, She's like, I'm going to let you answer. And then from there, we're going to, then that's how the we're going to build your plan. Like, yep. Oh, and because wow. I had that conversation, I could prep my husband to be like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. When, Help me get there. If Steven is in yeah. the NICU, I do not want him to have formula. I want him to have donor milk. Mm-hmm. Like I had all of these questions answered and I literally went over them with Dave like the night or two nights before delivery and we wrote everything out. And so when after my C-section and they had to take Steven to the NICU, Dave had every answer already or every question already answered. Yeah. That's like the awesome. NICU nurses. Were That's like, empowering. Awesome. Yeah. But I never, I would have been so overwhelmed had mm-hmm. my friend not said, this mm-hmm. is what was really helpful to me. Yes. Like, we found a doula who was a lactation consultant. Like I would highly suggest that you go find one. And this is why. And I never would have done that because I just wouldn't have known. Right. And she, you wouldn't know it was the best. And it was actually like kind of a small world. The lady, the lactation consultant who was at the hospital, who I swear was an angel and helped me so much in that first week in the NICU. She was actually the mentor of the lactation consultant who I had worked with outside of the hospital. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. (laughs) You had the unicorn of lactation specialists. (laughs) I was like, what? That's amazing. So it was, yeah, like it was like almost like very full circle for me. I love it. But it like, because I had friends who had walked through it before me and they were like, we like we're not going to do day to day to day life. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mm. I will never yeah. see you when you walk to your car because we don't even live in the same state. Right. So, yep. like, but they like. I think there's beauty in like how can like the day like the day to day community is one thousand percent necessary. Mm-hmm. But if you can have the support from. Others that have like gone like and done this ahead of you, but are still mm-hmm. in the same season or have just come out of that season. Like there's so much good that can come from like a no judgment. Like, yes, he, like my friend was like, she wasn't like, you have to go find a lactation consultant. Right. <laughs> but she was like, I like, this is what I did that was super helpful. Or this is what I did that lowered stress after delivery. Or mm-hmm. here's prep work that I did. Like having moms come b- behind, like beside you and be like, so you don't have to learn this lesson the hard way. Right. <laughs> that is so valuable. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it like the fact that it comes with like, if, if you can find a space where it comes with no judgment is yeah. like, 
amazing. I don't it, know. It's a gift. Yes. It is a gift. And it's giving you time, too, to not have to find that out on your own. Yeah. To be able to kind of have cheat codes. <laughs> cheat codes to parenting. <laughs> oh, no. But, I mean, it is. It's it's nice. It's it's a blessing for sure. And I don't feel like people talk about it, like, during pregnancy with your first kid. Like, right. everyone's like, oh, like, everyone just, like, like you'll figure it out. And it's like, sure, <laughs> you're right. Like, we have this thing called the internet. So, like, right. I can always Google things. Like, you're right. Sure, yeah. And some of it comes with time of, like, you just learn your kid. But, like, when you, like, when, when you're struggling to breastfeed, like, to sit there and hear, like, there's a light at the end of this tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yes. The uh, hope and encouragement. Yes. yes. It was a gift. Like, sure, you and Abigail would have figured it out. Yeah. But in that moment when you're sobbing. It didn't feel like it in no. that moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you're in it, like, you're like, I'm not even treading the water Oh, here. no. Because then you're like, what am I doing wrong? Yes. I'm a failure. How come I can't get this right? Other moms do it, and it's so easy for them. Yep. And then you talk to those moms, they're like, oh, yeah, no, it wasn't easy. It was miserable. <laughs> you're like, why did you not tell me <laughs> this? What in the world? Stop making it they're look like, so like, I was perfect. trying not to scare you. <laughs> you know, but when you do reach out and ask for help and have, you know, those people around you, um, it's great. Yeah. It's great. I think the other thing too that has helped me put myself out there a little bit more, like <laughs> for example, we went on a field trip. I went on a field trip recently with one of my daughters and I was determined to introduce myself to the other parent chaperones. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I can do this. And so I went up and introduced myself and made small talk. And I was like, yes. I did this. I didn't come out with the best friend. Okay. Like I didn't, but I made those connections and that's the thing is it, it builds too. Like you're not going to come out with just an immediate, typically right with an immediate connection where like you're texting each other that weekend, Mm -hmm. not typical, but it's building that foundation where over time, yep. Hopefully sooner than later. It's not <laughs> too long. But you build that relationship, you know, and you you have to keep going uh-huh. and keep showing up and keep saying, Hey, you know, how have you been since I saw you at yep. the field trip? You know, and touch back, um, touch base with them and and see how they're doing and, and make small talk again. But I think the other thing too that pushes me because I, I do um, tend to want to stay, stay back and stay home is knowing that my girls are watching me. Oh yeah. So I, I heard (laughs) a quote and, um, it's in my opinion, probably one of the scariest quotes (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. Oh no! And it goes more is caught than taught. Oh yeah. You can teach your kids what you know, but you reproduce what you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so cue the counseling jar with money. <laughs> I'm just going to start putting money in it weekly oh, for my kids <laughs> because I hear that and I th- think, oh, my goodness, like, what are they catching? Yeah. What are they catching? Are they catching a mom that doesn't want to go outside and talk with the neighbors and meet new people or go mm. on these trips or these events or, or um, make that community? Do I want my kids to make that community for themselves? Do I want to demonstrate for them, you know, to have a supportive group and relationships for them when they're older? And I do. So. Wow. More is caught than taught. Yeah. 
Isn't that scary? That's kind of convicting. I'm telling you. (laughs) Ever (laughs) since I heard it, it has stuck with me. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I struggle with being a little self-conscious and having social anxiety at times. Like, Mm -hmm. it really depends on who I'm around, whether or not I'm, you know, very talkative or outgoing. There's certain situations where I am a wallflower. Yep. And there are people who are good friends of mine who would never believe that. They'd yeah. be like, yeah, right, Katie, you're so, <laughs> so outgoing. <laughs> but when I get in certain situations, I am like, where's the closest corner I can hide in? Yep. Like it's very, it really depends on the situation. So um, I just, I heard that quote and it just really convicted me so now when it comes to these moments in parenting yep where I struggle and where I want to stay in my comfort zone I think they're watching me they yeah. see they're seeing this I'm telling them one thing but I'm doing something else and they're catching that yep more oy. so <laughs> oy, oy. um but yeah the neighbor going out in your neighborhood we lucked out big time. Yes, we did. Because, <laughs> like, in our last house that we had, like, we had, like, neighbors that lived next door, and we would say hi to them, but, like, we weren't having air fryer parties when we were snowed in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, no. We chili. Yeah. <laughs> chili parties. We weren't going, like, when Steven hears Nornor outside, He's like shoes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's go, let's go. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. But he gets so excited, and it. I think being an introvert, I I'm raising an extrovert. Like mm-hmm. he is very social. He's also been, you know, in they call it school. Um, <laughs> I feel weird. I'm like, I have a parent teacher conference for my two year old. But getting serious. <laughs> um. But, like, he's been in school his whole life because I had, like, eight weeks of maternity leave. And mm-hmm. then I had to go back to work. Yeah. And so he has had to be social since he was a baby. But now he's, like, ha- like it's very sweet because he has, like, relationships. And we hear about his friends on the <laughs> oh, way home. so cute. And he was, that's like, invited fun. to his first, like, friend's birthday party oh, that's a couple so weeks fun. ago. And I looked at Dave and I was like, we have to go. Like, I don't care what the day <laughs> looks like. Like, we – because it it's very much, like – we have kids the same age and we're in the same location. Like I mm-hmm. may not know the parents super well, but like, yeah. this is an opportunity to get to know yes. them. And like, yes, that's a great way to put two it. Two out of three boxes, like for sure they're checked. So mm-hmm. let's not like go and explore and see if they have a third box checked. And yeah, I think like it's, it's one of those things where I love that he's so outgoing and I want, even though it is so foreign to me, <laughs> like I want to, nurture that and unfortunately that is a convicting thought because that means I too have to get out of my comfort zone <laughs> in order but it's to so get... nice in here yeah. I don't want to get out I, was like, I have enough <laughs> that's right I don't need oh anymore. no that's right yeah you do you feel like no I'm good but I think it helps too being like his class started out very small so there were just three other kids in the class and so I was like I can do three sets of parents. Right. Yeah. I can handle this. I can handle this. And two of them specifically, like he's really like, he likes to play with them. When we go to events, we sit with them. Yeah. It's school events. And so it's knowing that like, okay, like we'll see, you know, these people at the school event, like makes it easier to go. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I think it is like, it is, I feel like there's, there's struggles of being like a stay at home mom and trying to find like social activities. Yes. And then there's like a different struggle of being like a working mom and being like, mm-hmm. we don't like, I can't have a play date during the week because he's at school. Like he has right. a play date yeah. every day, right. <laughs> but how do I still like build relationships with those parents? Sure, yeah. So like when he does have a birthday party, I can yeah, have you his go. friend. Yeah, like right. he can be invited or I invite the friends that are in his class. Like yes. how do we nurture that mm-hmm. no matter what our situation right. is? Right. Yeah. When a volu- when an opportunity for volunteering comes up and you can make it work. Yep. You should. Yeah. Because that's another way to meet other parents who mm-hmm. have kids your kids' age, you know? Yeah. Like that works out really well. Yep. Um, when you can do that. But um I think one of the examples that comes to my mind is there was a class that I didn't want to go to. <laughs> I felt obligated to go to, so I went. Rick and I went to this class. Um, it was at church. I feel bad saying that, but it's true. <laughs> so we go in, yes. and I am one of two of the youngest in the class. Oh. The rest of the class, not our age, by a lot, way older. Like a generation gap? Way older. <laughs> so we're sitting there, you know, going through the class. And I'm like, oh, I just want to go home. I want to be home. I want to be here right now. And at the end of the class, the other young girl <laughs> looks to me and says, hey, I'm so-and-so. What's your name? And so we meet and we talk for a little bit and we click. It was just oh. one of those things where, like, you meet somebody like you and you uh-huh. start, like I did with you, you start talking and you're like, okay, like, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> so we walk out and Rick, my husband, is walking out with a guy and they're chit-chatting. And we're walking down the hallway. I'm still chit-chatting with her. And we get to where we meet each other in the hallway. And we both realize that we're with the, with the other spouse. <laughs> and so it started this really great friendship. Aww. These people are really, really good friends of ours. Um, we ended up being uh, – I got pregnant with Lydia. And she got pregnant with her son um, about a month apart. So we were, it, we were uh, pregnant together and we were um, about 10 minutes away from each other. Oh. Um, went to the same church, obviously. And we got to raise our babies together awesome. uh, for a little while before we moved up here. But it was such a blessing. We had a really hard point, really hard season uh, down there and had some stuff going on and they were there immediately to mm-hmm. help. And it was such a blessing to us and we've been able to, to, you know, help them too. And it's just been a really, really good friendship. Had I said no to yeah. that class, I don't know that we would have had that friendship. Right. Right. Like if, if he and I had stayed home and said, no, we, we would have missed out mm-hmm. on that. So that kind of, you know, I tell the girls that too, like you do not know your, your next good friend could be right and sitting in that class, sitting, yep. you know, at that table, yep. you know, like you got to put yourself out there and mm-hmm. not miss that. Don't miss it. You know? So that's, that's a, uh, something I think of pretty often when they, say they don't want to go do something (laughs) like go go (laughs) and I remind myself because I do feel like it's very risky like I was not a big dater because I was like uh." (laughs) I have to talk to people and get to know them and I'm just not that interested in most of people (laughs) 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 but I have to remind myself like 
most of the time, if you just don't click with someone, it's very obvious. And mm-hmm. you normally detect yeah. it like before a lot of energy has been spent. <laughs> That's true. Which sounds horrendous it's true though (laughs) you're like i'm gonna know pretty quick here if my energy is being well spent or not um i have not i'm like i have not been in a situation where i like invested a lot of time and energy in a mom friend it was like whoa i just got burnt yeah (laughs) like (laughs) this flopped bad this was a this was a disaster (laughs) like that hasn't happened thankfully Mm -hmm. so i'm like when i am sitting back like i'd rather just stay inside i'm like what are you like what are you afraid of yeah right like where's that fear coming from yeah like Mm -hmm. it's Okay, if people don't like you, then that's fine. But, like, Mm -hmm. it's not like I'm emotionally going to get, like, invested. Right. And then it, like, blow up in my face. (laughs) So I just try to keep everything in perspective of, like, Megan. That's a good point. Like, at this point, you're 30 years old. Like, you – I know I'm an acquired taste. I know that sometimes (laughs) others are Everybody is. (laughs) But I'm, like, my palate's pretty, like – specific here like i know what i like and what i don't you're like next next we need like a mom app right there are my friend in tennessee was like there oh i need to figure out what it is what i need to figure out what it's called but there is like a mom app and i was like no what I was like, is this like a dating Okay, well, there's another thing to to meet people. I would (laughs) Meet other moms, I mean. I don't think I could ever. (laughs) One, because I am an acquired taste. Two, because I'm just so judgy at times. I don't know if, like, I would judge my own profile. I couldn't imagine judging other people's profiles. (laughs) That is wild. I have never been on a dating app, and there's probably a reason why. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, jeez. That's hilarious. So, but that's that's what I try to like remind myself of when I get like super nervous or like yeah. I don't want to bringing go it back down. It's like yeah, okay, Megan. Like, <clears throat> what's the risk here? Mm-hmm. Like, there's really very little. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if that helps <laughs> or hurts. I think it does. <laughs> yep. No, I think that's really good. So get out there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. Okay, do you have a product that you love that you want to share? So we just got it yesterday. What is it? (laughs) I don't know. What is it? I'm so excited. (laughs) It is the Shark Steam and Scrub Mop. Ooh. So, okay, so we have been looking. Dave and I have been looking. I think you should do a demo at my house. Yeah. (laughs) Dave will bring it over. Don't let him put the oils on the pads. He is a little bit of a heavy pourer. Oh, (laughs) he's covering his face in shame. Uh, He put lemongrass, essential. Oh, no, I love lemongrass, though. No, it. It's It's going to my bathroom. Oh. Because it still smells like lemongrass. That's amazing. Mopped it one. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, no. He came out and he's like, I gave myself a headache. I think I put too many drops oh, on. And no. I was like, how many drops? He's like, I did, I, I did like eight drops per pad. And I was like, <laughs> my gosh. Oh, the bathroom's awesome. not. That's like a drop a square. It's going <laughs> to smell like lemongrass when you guys sell the house. <laughs> You're going to be like, is that lemongrass in here? <laughs> <laughs> so we've been looking for a steam mop because we have two dogs. And a toddler. Mm-hmm. And like, I, we just, mopping is just, I, I don't love mopping. It leaves like a weird 
residue yes yeah on floors Mm -hmm. and we have super dark wood floors and they literally show everything yep so do we so we have been looking for one but i told dave i was like what i don't like we were looking at like bissell and we looked at several other brands but you had to put their own like concentrate in the thing and i was like i don't want that because i don't know what's in the concentrate and i guarantee you there's fragrance Mm -hmm. and all sorts of endocrine disruptors and things that i don't want in my home yep so this one is distilled water yeah that's great so literally what you put in Uh uh-huh you can add essential oils to the pads although i would recommend a drop (laughs) or two will do you um (laughs) that's great it's amazing that's awesome. Dave had said there was like a there was um like a soap stain from like the pup shampoo yeah. that was in our bathroom, and he was like, I was like on my hands and knees trying to get it up. He's like, one pass with the steam mop, and it got it out, gone. Awesome. Do you know how hot it gets? Does it get really hot? It's pretty hot. Is it? Yeah, it'll burn. I was curious how hot it gets. But it dries super fast too, which is Mm. nice. Like with the mop, I'm like, okay, so you mop, but then you got to go find something else to do for the next like Mm. hour. (laughs) Yeah. And so. That's right. There's like footprints. Oh, it's so Mm -hmm. annoying. So with this one, like he, we literally put Steve, he put Steven down last night. He swept, he vacuumed, steam mopped probably in about 30 minutes. Well, I feel better about it too because it's supposed to kill bacteria being so hot. Yes. Yeah, so this one and says with it a mop, it just kind of like pushes it around. it around, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the steam would. So it was on sale at Target. So I follow someone. I forget who she, an influencer, of course, influenced me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was normally like two hundred bucks. We got it for like one forty. That's great at Target. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, that's awesome. Because I, I yeah. I am not the best housekeeper. Um, it's not. It's a. It's an area of growth for Megan. Um, <laughs> but I was like, we could do this. Like, this is easy. Yeah. It does not take up very much time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it does a good job. It does a great. It's worth your job. time. The time it does take, it's worth it. Because we it yes, does good. We were walking around today, and I was like, I don't think our floors have ever been this clean. Yeah, it feels cleaner. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And yep. it smells very clean. Part of that could be the overdosing <laughs> of the That's all you can smell, lemongrass. <laughs> you need to detox from the lemongrass. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So we were trying to put the lemon in the, like, in the water Yeah, thing. the reservoir. Yeah. And you're he was like, he was like you can kind of smell. No, you're not. Yeah. So don't do that. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> but it also just, like, wasn't a very strong scent. And mm. so I, like, Googled. I was like, okay, wh- if we wanted to add a scent here, like, what? Yeah. And they were like, put it on the pads. And I was like, duh, Megan. <laughs> um, but, yes, I would um, use sparingly. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Unless you would, like, a nostril clean out. Overload. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that would be my product oh, of the week. No. Because... It, um, yeah, you just use distilled water. It sanitizes, it cleans, and there's like no chemicals. There's no fragrance. I told Dave, I was like, we have a Swiss, yeah. I want it out. It's pretty affordable too. Yeah. Like that's, that's not great. bad yeah. for mm-hmm. what it does. No, that's great. So that would be mine. It was new. I had a different one <laughs> until yesterday. So that's my new one of the week. <laughs> that's great. Oh. Mine is... Dry shampoo. <laughs> because mom. Because mom life. 
So I have tried a bunch. Okay. And there was even some recalled recently. Yeah. You heard about that? have been recalled. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's not good. So I started using about three, two and a half, three years ago. I started using Daily. It's a brand just daily, period. And it's a dry shampoo created by a mom. Awesome. And it's a jar that's uh-huh. powder. Yes. And you take the brush and you dip it in the powder and then you just dab it on the parts that are causing trouble and that are making you look <laughs> like a worn out mom. <laughs> and you can brush it in or you could put the blow dryer on low and, you know, blow dry it a little. Wow. And it helps hold you over until you have time to wash your hair, which is genius. Is never <laughs> you're like, which is I have to pencil that in these days. Yeah, right. So oh where do you goodness. get it? I order it online. Okay. Yep. That's like okay. I must say that's but my it's like one complaint. Chemical free, like with free clean. of all these things. Yes, that's my one complaint with clean dry shampoos. Yeah, they are not in store. Mm-mm, no. Anywhere. Yeah. Like, I get mine through Primally Pure. Mm-hmm. I'll have to try out daily. Um, but you've got to order them online. And yeah. I'm like, I am. Now, they have subscriptions, so I could just do that. But I always forget. Yeah, me too. So then I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then I just look like a hobo for a day or two. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen it. I'm like, oh, look at Megan. Just kidding. Rough. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but these jars last forever. Like what? one jar, it's 30 bucks, which at first I'm like, woo, you know, because you can go buy one off the shelf for eight bucks. Yep. Seven, eight bucks. Yeah, but those don't last very long. They don't last very long and they don't work well the and they're salt. full of junk. Yeah. But these, this one jar will last me several months. I'm, hey. I mean, for me, I'm talking like six, seven months. Whoa. Okay. And how many times a week do you use it? Um, twice oh dang yep but you don't need a lot that's right? the thing is you just need a little bit yep it's a lesson of the week uh-huh. a little dabble yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i just love that it was created by a mama that's awesome and it doesn't have a bunch of junk in it and it's a good price point for how long it lasts that is so. a, that's a very good price because yeah. that's like when i was switching over for things like the initial price tag is a bit alarming on most yeah. things right but then most of the time you find that you're like, well, this lasts way longer. Mm-hmm. So like I'm actually either breaking even mm-hmm. here or saving money. Right. Upfront costs may be a little bit more, but if it will last longer, then it really is a wash a lot of times. That's awesome. Yeah. Daily. So, daily. Spelled just like yep. the word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes they, sp- they do weird spell things. things really wonky. <laughs> they do weird stuff. Well... Yep. I guess that that wraps us up yeah. for episode of finding your community. <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> Even when it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you. Until next time, keep it kind of crunchy.